Welcome to the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensary. Each episode will dive into the world of search engine optimization for cannabis dispensaries. We'll discuss the latest strategies and tactics to help your dispensary rank higher on search engines and attract more patients and customers. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we explore how to maximize your online presence and stay ahead of the competition in the rapidly growing cannabis industry. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another fantastic episode starring myself and, you know, Charlie's here, so. Grow up, guys. Anyway, before we get into this week's episode, go ahead and enthrall us all with your exciting life. Yeah, so IR, well, I'm still on the IR. Shoulders feeling got so much better. And by the way, for listeners, we are on episode 24. Thanks, Kaz. The High Rankings Podcast. Now, in terms of my busy life, yeah, PT, well, it turns out PT actually works. Shoulder feels so much better. I I can put on t-shirts, like mostly normal now. I don't have to spend, I don't have to like wiggle my arms through there first and then my head. Oh, what a gong show that was before. Like, it's still tight. If it, like, if I try and, like, I can't hang from a bar. Like, if I try to do pull-ups, it just wouldn't work. My arm doesn't extend all the way up, but it's so much better than, than what it was, like, even last week. So doing that, and I'm going to be taking a trip to Missouri, Kansas City. I wanted to do well for the. Um, when is this? Because yeah. this is literally the first I'm hearing about this. I know. I, I was looking into it last night. I can't mm-hmm. fly just because, like, the pressure, like the the broken, bo- the bone in my hand would flare up. It would just piss off my hand. So I should be good. I don't think I need surgery on the hand. If I do need surgery, I have to fuse the bones in my hand. My hand will never be the same. So. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. But I'm hoping within a month I can hop on a flight, go check out Kansas City for work stuff, of course. So, Kaz, what is new in your life? Try and be brief. Well, seems to be that our boat will be here sooner than we thought, potentially. We had an email last week from the sales guy at the boat place, and the colors had been announced by Yamaha, which is our boat that we're buying. And they kind of weren't great. She's <laughs> <laughs> shocking. You know, well, like no, I say that because there's only two colors. Okay, one is the seafoam green. This is the outside I'm talking about, the hull of the boat. One is seafoam green, and then one is black, but it has like a, I guess, a stripe, a thin stripe along it, which is the seafoam green color, which that mm-hmm. is what that is. But the interiors you cannot change. So the seafoam green comes with the cool interior, which I like, but I don't like seafoam green. And then the black comes with a warm interior, which is kind of like a pale tan color, which I don't really like. And But I like the black, but you can't, it is what it is. It is what it is. My husband doesn't care. He just cares he's getting a boat. He couldn't give a crap about the color. But the more I thought about it, black is so unforgiving. Like if you, any type of dent, scratch, whatever, it's so unforgiving. Just debris in general too. Like a black yeah. car, like it shows up so much clearer than like a white car. Yeah. So when my last car was black and this car is like a deep navy blue, so I guess I don't have a problem with that. So I didn't know. I was completely 50-50. So I have a group of four friends up in Ohio, as you know. And so I messaged them and I was like, help 
And independently of each other, they all said the seafoam. So really? Yeah. They all said the seafoam with the cool interior. So that's what we told him. But then we went down to the boat dealership at the weekend because he had a he had a boat that was so similar to the one that we're buying. I think the engines are different, but other than that, it's so, so similar in a 2023. And it was in the seafoam green with the cool interior. So we were actually physically able to see what our boat was going to look like because we haven't seen it up until now. And so I'm still not a huge fan of seafoam. I think if there'd been a better option, we would have gotten maybe a different color, but it was really cool to actually see the boat and get on it. And yeah, so they have to put in their orders with Yamaha and then like the very first seafoam green boat that they get is going to be ours. So it may be sooner than we think because he said that they've already been invoiced for a couple of different model boats for 2024. And typically once they're invoiced, that means that they are on their way to that dealership. So we knew it would be somewhere between September and January, but we think it's going to be on the earlier side of that now. So years ago when I worked at a hockey store, a sits manager, not a big deal. But we had a bunch of lacrosse heads that came. So we did hockey and lacrosse. We had a bunch of lacrosse heads that were coming in. One of the main colors that was so popular was seafoam green. Yeah. Me, I would look, it's like, this is atrocious. Like, what is so appealing about this color? And then one of the other managers was, he's from Pittsburgh. So he would say seafoam green, seafoam. He'd always say that seafoam green. So it was like a thing in the store. We would say that. But I just remember thinking to myself, this is such a disgusting color. See from I hope I never see this ever again in my life. And then just, it just kind of made me giggle, like hearing the accents of a boat being seafoam green. Yeah, it's if and shocking that you don't like it, of course. But yeah, I, I'm just not a, like a boat. I kind of actually fall in the same thing, same category. Like I don't know, like a boat's a boat. Like really care too much. But if I'm getting a brand new boat, it's not my boat. But seafoam green wouldn't be my top choice. It's not really my top choice, but those are the two colors. And I just literally text you a picture of it. I also think that you have to like take into account your environment. Like you were in Denver, landlocked Denver. Like I'm on the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. You know what? So it's like, not like it is what it is. I'm like, I feel like first world problems, you know? So I'm not going to complain too much. And honestly, once you're on the boat, you don't really see it anyway. You see more of the interior. Yeah. So, but I just sent you a picture so you could see it. So really, that is my, do I have, oh, and I got my, I don't know if I told you this. I, cause you know, I had got a new car. For some reason, they don't tint the front windows. I have no idea why, but they don't. So I finally got my two front windows tinted so that they match the rest of the windows. But then I tinted the windscreen. Ah, yes, you did mention this. Yeah, Um, so that has a ceramic tint on it and the difference it has made, especially because right now, like, we in Florida are living on the edge of hell in terms of temperature. The difference that has made is like quite dramatic. So we did that at the weekend after the boat thing. That's about my news. So actually, remember how last week I was like, probably not going to have anything to tell you. Well, <laughs> there we go. I have an update. This part. Well, that's oh, cool. So- oh, and it was my mom's birthday yesterday. So happy birthday to my mom. Nice. What did you guys do? What like, did we do? Charlie, where does mom? Where does no, I mean, like, did you FaceTime her? Did you... <laughs> no, I, so I had sent her her birthday gift. So she gotten it last week. So she kept it. And then they are down in Devon, which is a different part of the country than what they live in. So they had taken a brief vacation to Devon. And I had sent my mom some money because it's just so hard to do gifts and stuff. It's, it's almost impossible. So I had sent her some money. 
I'd gone down to the mall, exchanged currency, put some money in an em- in an envelope, and she also loves natural sponges, which we can get here because I live close to a town called Tarpon Springs, and they are known for natural sponges. So I bought her a couple of natural sponges and then money in an envelope. So she and my stepdad were out, and she treated herself to a new pair of flip flops and a hoodie. Yeah. So yeah. And then my stepdad's birthday is in two weeks, and I think we're going to buy him a fishing rod because he likes to fish with my brother-in-law because they oh, live on the cool. coast. So cool. That was my mom's birthday yesterday, and nice. that is all the news I have. Cool, cool. What are we talking about today? We today are talking about speed, as in website speed, not as in the movie. Although you know, that was a good movie back in the day. <laughs> that was a banger of a movie. <laughs> speed 2 sucked, but speed was great. <laughs> Isn't Sandra Bullock in that? Yes, and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> as much as I'd like to sit here for the next 20 minutes and discuss the fineness of Keanu Reeves oh, and boy. the movie Speed, that's not what we're talking about. In regards to websites, so speed, so like how a website loads, and, and I'm going to tell you this, like, I know that like having a fast load speed matters. And I know like transitioning between pages on your website being quick matters, but I'm going to be honest. I don't really understand what like makes it slow. Well, I sort of think I do ish. Like, you know, if you have like images that aren't compressed and stuff, but, and like a whole bunch of APIs, but I feel like there's more to it than that. But yeah, I guess we should start off by saying like, you'll want your website to be fast. You want any moving in between pages or anything like that to be fast because that goes to your user experience, which mm-hmm. ultimately is what you care about the most. And I know there are tools that you can use to find out how fast your website is. So in that respect, I feel like I know enough to be dangerous, but not like really enough enough. And I also, outside of your user experience and obviously the end result of them filling their car and purchasing it, I don't know why Google cares about your website speed. So. I know they do. I just don't know why. So I feel like you are far more like the better person to answer all of my queries. Well, you know more than you think because, well, you're around it so much. And you, you kind of answered as far as user experience and Google rewards faster loading websites. Like if you wanted to go boat shopping and you have one website that loads really slow, one that's like super fast, just, yeah. like, you, you click on it and like, not even a tenth of a second, it loads, the entire page is loaded on your phone. It's like, okay, which one do you think is going to rank higher? Which one do you think provides a better experience to the user? It's, it's the fast one. So you kind of already answered as far as user experience, Google rewards websites that load fast. And that, that's a big ranking component. And really what, what you want to do is just take the website and get all the shit off of there that doesn't belong. So like, I hate to see it because some dispensaries are like really heavy in this, but you don't need a video mm, on every single yeah. page on the website. You don't need like these heavy videos that take up the entire viewport or screen of a mobile device or a tablet or whatever it is. Like it's a cool idea. Like on the homepage, it's it's fine, but eventually that will slow down. Um, or like those website. carousels that you have at the top of the homepage. Oh, those are brutal. Yeah, like <laughs> you love sh- those. <laughs> all the shit on the back end, all the code <laughs> and everything that's on the back end. Because like, there's a lot of code that has to go into that. It has to render, and then there's a bunch of JavaScript. There's lines of code that are unnecessary that enable that animation from left to right to happen, and you don't need that stuff. Like, just keep it very basic. And we actually worked with a client who had that. 
Yeah, we, we remember work with, with many that uh, do that. No, but we had a client that overly did that on like oh, almost yeah. every page, and we had to like strip it down. And you know how I know I've been doing this job too long? So weird thing about Florida, or at least where I live, there is a car wash every mile. I'm not even kidding. Is it car wash and a storage place? Like everywhere Mattress you look. Store. No, no, this is even worse than that. It's like, I swear, I don't know if we've got like Breaking Bad or whatever in the area. Like everybody's <laughs> like funneling their money. We have so many car washes and you can drive down the street and it's like one after the other after the other. And I swear on my life, I'm not exaggerating. So we've been using this one car wash, but I, I was like, I don't think they're doing a really good job. So I was like, there's one between my house and the gym that I could hit when I'm coming home from the gym. So my husband and I were looking, trying to figure out the name of it and trying to find the website. And we find the website and it's like animation after animation after yes. animation. And I'm like, this is so unnecessary. <laughs> and he's like, what What are you talking about? And I was like, they just don't need this much stuff on their website. Like, why are they doing this? Did he roll his eyes and just... <laughs> he just... I don't know if he even knew what I was talking about or why I was saying it, but in my mind, it was just so unnecessary. Yeah. And it, it... all I could think about was, why is there like four videos on the homepage? Like it just... One, it's a car wash, but outside of that, from a speed perspective and a user perspective, it was just so much... It was like overkill. Yeah, and it doesn't really solve any problems. Like it doesn't really like I, I understand the branding play. Like that's cool. Maybe like a drone. If you have like a giant dispensary, there's one dispenser in Vegas that does this, and they just fly a drone through the, which is actually pretty freaking cool. But there, there's ways to also minimize that. So I get that. So in terms of stripping down the website for speed, you can compress the images, like you said. You can take out the videos, like you said, and then you can change hosting to dedicated servers. This is very technical, but get in touch with, let's just say use Bluehost, get in touch with Bluehost and just tell them you want dedicated hosting as well as a CDN, it's content delivery network. So change your hosting to a dedicated server. So it's just you is what it sounds like. And then use a CDN and that cleans up a pretty big portion of speed because it dedicates your website's hosting onto just one server. And so it's just faster. But you should benchmark it too. Like we always talk about benchmarking. Mm -hmm. Use yeah. GT metrics and then baseline it. So here's a before. So run your speed test before and then change everything I just mentioned and then use your speed test afterwards. And see the improvement on there. It, Is there a specific speed test that you like more than others or not really? No. I mean, if you don't want to get GT metrics, you can just Lighthouse. You can use Google Lighthouse through Google Chrome through the browser. Yeah. You can use that. But if you've got a couple extra bucks, Definitely use GT metrics. So, I mean, that's what that's what we use internally here. Screaming Fog is all right, but just stick with GT metrics. Are they all going to roughly give you the same result though? They're not going to be massively off. Sometimes, and I hate it's like buying a ten in Nike is like buying eleven in Adidas. You know, like there can be disparity, but as long as you keep the same platform and you do it before yeah. and after, that's more important. Okay, so whatever you start your metric testing, you're testing out with is what you have to continue with. Otherwise, yeah. your results not going to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So it's apple oranges. Yeah, it's like if like if you're gaining or losing weight, you want to use the same set of scales because one's yeah. going to be off. Yeah. Okay, but that makes sense. So let's say you use one of the products that you've recommended. Do they tell you like? Your website is however fast or however slow. Do they offer reasons as to why? Do they, oh, yeah. do they go that in depth? Oh, yeah, okay. that's the thing. <laughs> when we looked at it, you were just like, what the fuck is this? Like, what am I looking at? A cascading 
CSS, but like nobody really, pardon the language, but like nobody really, it's not that people shouldn't care. Like, of course you should care. It's just like, how do we get that number? Or in this case, a letter, how do we get to an A or an A plus from yeah. C minus yeah. and changing the hosting and the images? So yeah, they'll tell you what's wrong. It'll be like the first content that loads on the page is too big, meaning there's a video on there or the image is not compressed. And then it'll tell you, okay, now this is wrong. Now this is wrong. When you scroll down the page or waterfall, then this is wrong. And then this is, yeah. So yes, it will tell you. And then just clean that up and then rerun it and then clean that up and then rerun it and so on and so on and so on. Well, that's super helpful because there's no point in telling you that you suck without telling you why, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just suck. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is. Just clean up the shit on the website. Like we say this all the time. Like it doesn't need, like we said, videos, heavy images and APIs of like Instagram. And like, we, we get it. You want images on there. Just compress the images from Instagram and just put them on there and don't have four APIs on it. We've been through that process. So we've run into problems before of like somebody wants like this on the website and like you want it to look cool, but it doesn't drive revenue. In fact, it hinders it. And then they get poopy pants and then we have to explain why and it's like a big waste of time. So I, I probably sound irritated. I kind of am, but it's just like, keep your website minimal and you won't run into shit down the line. So other than we talked about videos, because both of us are like, no, don't do it. So videos, compressing images, being hosted by yourself, like what else physically like on the website itself could maybe slow it down? Having too much like animation, not having a caching plugin, which we'd recommend. I can't recall what this plugin is called. If you have WordPress, go into the back end where the plugins are and just search for caching plugin. It's a top ranking one. That's a good one. See, that's about it as far as slowing it down. Too many APIs, that would slow it down. Bad hosting, that's a big component. I mean, that's, this is pretty basic. Like there's not a lot, but say hosting and images and video and animations is usually like the 80-20 of it. Is there such a thing as a bad host? We have In terms of like, like there's so many hosting out there, but I'm like saying like, is, yeah, are there any where you're like, oh no, don't use those because they're notoriously slow or they're notoriously choppy or like, yeah. is there anything such um, as that or not really? That's a question for Brian. Like we deal so much with GoDaddy, Bluehost, yeah. and yeah. HostGator. Like we recommend, I, I don't know if there, I'm sure there's bad hosting, but the three that we like are Bluehost, GoDaddy, and HostGator. They also all have good customer service. So I'm not sure if there's necessarily bad hosting that we've run into, but we recommend those three. So, and then we have like Jane and Dutchy, things like that. They don't really slow your website down. I mean, obviously they do, but not to a detrimental effect because they know that they, they can't. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of things like that, when you're implementing those into your website, you have to be careful about who you're using for that also. Obviously, they do have an effect, but they wouldn't be responsible for, you know, a slowdown of your website, a dramatic slowdown of your website, I guess. Yeah. And like, basically what, what you said, like they know what they offer and they're both like great products. So it's not going to be detrimental to your website. It's too competitive out there, especially between those two. They are both great products. And yeah, what hindrance, if really any, it's not enough to like, oh no, like we need to get off of here, you know, screw Dutchie or screw Jane. No, like they're, they're both great products, but they don't really hinder down the, the website. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be so widely used those particular yeah. two if they did that. And I know we, we had talked with Turpley a couple of weeks ago and had asked them the same question and, and they were the same. They don't really. Yeah. Very you know. lightweight. Yeah. I was actually yeah. pretty surprised. Yeah. 
we like our friends at Terribly, but I'm just saying like we yeah. had talked yeah. to them because that's something else that we've seen dispensaries be adding into their websites. And, you know, it's a great tool, but it's a, you know, there's a lot of great tools out there, but it's not great if it's slowing down your yep. user experience or frustrating them or, you know, hurting your website in any way, mm-hmm. which obviously they're not. But I think you just have to be careful what you're trying to add to your website because there is such a thing as too much shit on your website. Yeah. And, and that'll come through in that, like in an audit or like a speed audit. And really, like, I think anything that you add on to there, you should make a case for itself as to why it should not be removed. Like with an Instagram API, does the website need an Instagram API? No. Nope. What if you just took three images and just put them on the website and press them? Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. And we don't need to, you know, a YouTube video on the homepage yeah, necessarily. Exactly. So, well, short and sweet today, because there's not really a lot to talk about when it comes to site speed, obviously, because I knew almost everything and I didn't think I did. So there we are. But it's also one of those important things that you can't not touch on because mm-hmm. it really can't, all that hard work that you put onto your website really can let you down if you don't pay attention to your site speed and yeah. it will cost you customers in the long run. So pretty much think that that's it. You didn't have to listen to us for too long today. So you're very lucky. The usual outro, which is you can find us on LinkedIn, you can find us on Instagram, you can find us on our website, you can find us on YouTube, send us a message, give us a like, subscribe to us, tell us what you want us to talk about. If you have any questions, let us know, because sometimes you're so familiar with something that you skip a really obvious step, you know, and what's obvious to you isn't obvious to other people. Or if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, then let us know. And I guess we'll just talk to you next week in episode 25. Let's do it. Peace. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensaries. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you found value in the insight and the tips we shared. If you did, please hit that subscribe button. And if you're feeling super generous, we would love it if you left us a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, or if you have any questions, you can go ahead and find us on LinkedIn or YouTube. We'll see you next time.